Hey, welcome to Hot Takes. I'm your host, James Scott, here to analyze anything and everything interesting. Let's dig into today's topics. Welcome, <laughs> welcome. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, let's, let's go. go. Let's... <laughs> How you guys doing today? James Hello. and Chris here. <laughs> we got uh, a World Series game uh, on our way tonight. Yep. Phillies, Astros. It, honestly, it's amazing and really cool to see mm-hmm. the Phillies do this well. Uh, I don't think that there's any chance at all that they win the World Series, but it's really, really cool to see that they're right there. They, 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 they are so far matching blow to blow with the Astros. The fact that they even got there is, is you know, they are the underdog. They are the dark horse, and it's amazing to see how far that they've gone. I do want to bring up a few things. First off, Bryce Harper, who like I've been following him since he was insanely young. Okay. When people, Oh, this guy's a phenom. This guy's a phenom Harper. Not just, you know, he got the hype. He lived up to it. You don't see that happen. And he's having one of the best offensive postseasons in history. Mm-hmm. So like I said, what the Phillies are doing, it's really, really cool. I don't think that they're going to win. Uh, but goodness gracious, I hope that they do. Like, here's the deal. Before the season, I had like, what, three teams that I thought had a strong chance to win the World Series. And the Astros were one of them. Yeah. I didn't want them to be one of them, but the Astros were. So if the Astros win, my track record continues. You know, I've only been off one year in the last like 10. Um, meaning, you know, I picked three teams before the year and every one of those years one of the three uh, wins and most of the time they get to the AL or NLCS. Um, So it should be beneficial for me uh, if the Astros win. Mm. That being said, I hate the cheating Astros and I want them to lose. So I I would rather, you know, my, my track record to take a hit two years in a row, mind you, I got last year's wrong too, uh, versus seeing the Astros actually get a legitimate championship. Bregman and Altuve are still on that team. Same thing with Gurriel. And none of the three of them deserve a ring. Imagine for the rest of your career, you actually have a ring. And imagine as a baseball fan, having to ask someone who has a world championship ring, you know, did you play with these guys? You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. having to ask that type of thing. Um, Or even if you are Bregman, Gurriel, Altuve, and they're like, hey, I got a World Series title. And you, you know, you show it to the kids and the kids go to their parents and they're like, hey, I met a guy who won the World Series. Great. Who was it? It was Carlos Correa. It was George Springer. It was Altuve. It was Bregman, Gurriel, you know, um, that's something that I, I never wanted to exist in baseball. World Series ring is a World Series ring. And now, you know, look how they massacred my boy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that saying, man. The Godfather, fantastic. Um, but yeah, you know what? Let, let's jump into a little bit of uh, player analysis. Mm-hmm. It's been a few times, or a few recording sessions uh, since we, we, we did this, since we went over uh, a different position. My question for you, Chris, is what's the position that we should do next? We've done first. We've done second. We've done yep. third. I feel like we've done catcher, but I don't think we have. No, I don't think we've done catcher, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, no, you know, I don't think we've done catcher at catcher's all. Catcher's a fun one. Yeah. Catcher's a really Let's fun do catcher. one. Because, 
yeah, this position's in transition, okay? There are some guys who are very, very good at the big league level uh, as two-way catchers, but it's not a ton. And the next, you know, grouping is very, very promising. So first, we're going to go over the guys that everybody knows. Yeah, Will Smith for the Dodgers, Sean Murphy. I mean, I, I don't know how many people know Sean Murphy, so maybe we'll, we'll loop back around, but everybody knows Real Muto. Everybody knows Wilson Contreras. Those are the obvious ones. Like, I think even at this point in time, people basically know, you know, what Christian Vasquez is and Sal Perez is. But, you know, we'll loop around to those and just touch on them briefly. Uh, first and foremost, the Mets uh, had you know, a few at-bats, not enough at-bats, in, in, in my opinion, given to Francisco Alvarez, who, in my opinion, is the best all-around catcher in the minor leagues. He's making his debut next year. Hits for enough batting average. It might be even more than enough, but at least enough batting average. Very, very high power numbers for a catcher. And I really see him as being one of the best catching prospects. Really, one of the the best uh, big league catchers, uh, period, moving forward. I, I, I have big hopes for him. I love the player. I love the talent. Then you have Matt Waiters Redux, a.k.a. Adley Rutschman. Now, Matt Waiters, when he was in the minors, they called him Joe Maurer with power. And he never ended up developing into that. He ended up being a workable catcher who could switch hit. Rutschman, however, is a very similar profile. Great defensive catcher. Switch hitter with power. However, his swing mechanics are drastically different to Matt Waiter's swing mechanics. And they get the bat behind the ball instead of under the ball a lot better. And I think he's definitely going to, you know, be a guy who hits for, you know, a decent batting average, especially for a catcher. But as he stays in the league and he starts getting tiny bit underneath the ball, the power will arrive. It'll, it'll, it, the power is going to come in the future it, it, for a guy who's a switch hitter, who's got this great of an idea of a strike zone, who's got that type of swing and his physicalities absolutely ripped big big hopes in the future for this guy there is a chance that Rutschman ends up being better than Alvarez I still like Alvarez better I think Alvarez is going to remain an aggressive hitter but the reason why Rutschman has a shot is because as a switch hitter Rutschman mainly bats lefty do not see very many hitting uh lefty hitting catchers you just don't see it and sometimes you'll end up you know, seeing a guy, okay, sure, he hits lefty, but he can't defend or something along those lines. Rushman's going to be able to do both. So while I like Alvarez's power to a much higher degree, and I like how much of an aggressive hitter he's going to be, Rushman, because of him being left-handed, in some years might have the edge. Moving on to Sean Murphy. I was thinking, like, how many people know Sean Murphy? Like, he's been good. He's been a very good catcher in the league for years, but he's on Oakland. So I don't really know how people feel about him. Absolutely fantastic defense. Patient profile, walks, has a, a, a few too many strikeouts, but the level of power he gives you for a catcher is significant. He would be, over the next few years, he's probably going to be something along the lines of 15 to 25% above league average. And if you can play that level of defense and hit that much, you are one of the most valuable catchers in all of baseball. Now, is he on Will Smith's level or Alvarez or Rutschman or Real Muto or Contreras? No, but he is right behind them because he is a guy who can defend in a lot of ways better than a lot of those guys. He just can't quite hit like those guys. But, you know, if you can defend like that, I, I don't care if you're, you know, not God at the plate. 20% above league average, 15% above league average is more than acceptable. I would love to have him with my team. Then you got Wilson Contreras, who took off this year 
like 40% above league average, which you just don't see for a catcher ever. And Real Muto, he's been doing so good with the defense offensive thing that uh, he's one of the big reasons that the Phillies got to the World Series. Absolutely phenomenal player. Then we have a guy like Andy Rodriguez, who is in the Pirates system. Now, the Pirates also have Henry Davis. Okay, who we'll go over in a minute, but you know, better player Rodriguez, however, while he can definitely play a good catcher, has shown that he can basically play everywhere else on the diamond except for, I'd say, uh, shortstop. Yeah, that sounds about right. So, as a guy who is a very good catcher who can also do all of these other things and hit at the same time, there's there's no way I could not keep him on this list because he's a good defensive catcher while being able to do all of this other stuff and hit at the same time. I think nobody's talking about him right now. Then you have Gabriel Moreno, who by most publications is a top 15 prospect in the entire sport. In my opinion, the level of power that Moreno can hit for is significant. However, he's going to need to learn how to either pull the ball or get under the ball first. His his swing is very wristy. He uses his wrist in a certain way that allows him to get to different pitches and drive those pitches, but he could hit for significantly more power if he learns how to get the bat head out front at contact. And he's young enough where he's got years to adapt. He's got years to learn this skill. So now now's where things get a little bit murky if you will. You have Wilson Contreras's younger brother, William Contreras, who has shown tremendous ability for the Atlanta Braves. If he pans out, if, Will, if William Contreras pans out, he's got a shot to be another Francisco Alvarez, somebody who plays good defense and can be aggressive as a hitter and really drive the ball. So I'm a big fan of him. Uh, very promising swing mechanics for a, a catcher and someone of his age and experience. There is a, a strong possibility that they rushed him, which depending on how he develops could be a bit of an issue over time. But as the younger brother of arguably the best offensive catcher in the sport, I think, I think the hitting's going to come around. I don't really, I don't really doubt it, but you know, he's new into the league and he was rushed, which are red flags in terms of performance. The league may not know him. And if the league learns him, maybe because he was rushed, it might impact him. But Moving on from the younger of the Contreras's, we now have Logan Oha, who I believe is now part of the Phillies organization. Now, Oha can hit and he can defend. He reminds me a ton of Sean Murphy, where he's going to have power, maybe at the cost of a higher batting average, might hit 255, right? But should hit about 25 home runs a year with good defense. So, Big fan of uh, Logan O'Hop. Now we have Shea Lang- Langliers. That is, I believe, how you say his name. And he's also an Oakland catcher. He came from initially uh, the Braves. You know, he was he was involved in a trade. Langliers is a fantastic defender. He's got a 50 hit tool and a 50 power tool, which should give him the ability to hit slightly above league average. Now this is good enough because, like I said, Langliers is a very good defensive catcher. So I think he's probably going to end up taking uh, Murphy's place. And I think because Murphy, Sean Murphy, is you know going to be his, his arbitration numbers are going to be significant. He's getting a major pay raise. I think Oakland's going to trade him. I think they're going to be able to get a lot for Sean Murphy because Langoliers is joining the picture. 
Then we got Henry Davis, I talked about before for the Pirates. He may not be an outstanding defender, but goodness gracious, can he he drive the ball. Uh, he's a guy who get, could get about 40 doubles and 25 homers in a year. I, I want to see the defense tick up. If it does, he is going to be one of the best uh, catchers moving forward. He kind of reminds me of the Will Smith profile where the defense is good enough, but the offense is so much that like that that's a great catcher. Posada was kind of like that too, where the defense was was good, but the offense was so good that that was the real reason why you had him there. Then we got Diego Cartaya, patient hitter, strikes out, still's got to tweak a few things. He's in the Dodgers organization. I think he's getting overrated right now, but certainly his ceiling is sky high. Ceiling is the roof. <laughs> uh, you got MJ Melendez, lefty hitting catcher, good defense. Um, I, there's a high likelihood they're going to transition him to third base because they still have Sal Perez. But I do like Melendez if you're able to play him every day, full year, moving forward. Within like three years, he'd, he'd really acclimate and be quite a hitter. Then you have Daniel Susak, who is the younger brother of Andrew Susak. The offense looks there. The defense, I feel like people are underrating. I think he does have the ability to rise quickly through the minor leagues and be one of the top eight to 13 catchers in the sport. Dalton rushing. He was just taken in the draft as well. I think he's incredibly underrated. I think he can be what, what Dalton Varsho would be if Dalton Varsho could stay at catcher. I think the catching defense is, is good, but I think when you combine that with the offense, it's a well-rounded picture. There's going to be power there. I'm not sure there's going to be very much batting average there, but he can play catcher. Not going to you know stun you, but is going to be steady and good enough on an everyday basis where if he had the right coaches, he could really stand out. If he had the wrong coaches, he'd still be very good. Now we're, we're running into the end of, of the catcher list. We have uh, Jefferson is, I believe, how you pronounce it. Uh, Huero. He is a catcher in the Braves system. He's young. There's definitely growth to happen here, but he can defend and he can hit. If he takes a step forward, he could be a superstar, as is he should be a slightly above average regular. Then we got Kevin Parada, who was drafted by the Mets. I'd like to see him stay at catcher. My thoughts is, you know, seeing how he moves. He should move to third base, but given that the Mets have Beatty there, it wouldn't surprise me for Parada to be a trade candidate. They already have Alvarez at catcher. So if you're another team, you need uh, catching help. Talk with the Mets about Parada because they may not have room for him. You have Alejandro Kirk, who short term is a catcher who, who can play enough defense and who can hit. That being said, he's not going to stay this way. He's five foot eight, 300 pounds. Uh, eventually, he's going to slow down and not be able to stay at catcher. He doesn't really hit enough to be significant at really any other position, at least long term. Short term, he hits for batting average and power. But once the league gets to know him, I think that Kirk is going to be a very valuable role player. Uh, backup first base, backup catcher, backup DH. Um, so there is a role for him moving forward. I just don't think he's going to be an everyday plus-plus catcher uh, more than one to two years in the future. We've got Christian Vasquez. Definitely defensive first catcher, one of the best defensive catchers in the major leagues. The hitting is hit and miss. 
Some years it's good. Some years it's not workable. He is one of the worst base runners in MLB. But if you can hit, you can play that level of defense at catcher. I'll work with it. I'll, 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 I'll you know, you do what you can to stomach the effects. You know, you got Sal Perez swings at everything, hits for a lot of power for the amount he swings. Isn't quite that guy anymore. Defense is more adequate than plus. I think in bigger moments, he's going to stand out. Um, but because of those things, it, it, it'll up his profile into just enough hitting and just enough defense. And if you have just enough in both, you're fine. Even though he's nearing, you know, the serious decline years, I can work with him for the next like two years, you know, similar to uh, Kirk. Uh, you got Harry Ford, who is unbelievably athletic catcher in Seattle's system. I do think that given how athletic he is, I think he is even has a shot of moving to center field, but Seattle's going to have to figure that out fairly quickly. Either they take a longer path with development or they move him to center field, and he comes up very shortly. Last three, Christian Bethencourt. He's a guy who he played in Korea. He was a top prospect in the U.S. before that. He was rushed up to the big leagues. He was very much seen as a guy who has a cannon of an arm. He could be a great defensive catcher, but he couldn't hit a lick. And then somewhere in there, he tried to be a reliever, and he was okay at being a reliever. This last year, he went back to being a catcher, really started hitting, and now Tampa Bay has him starting every single day. So this guy has clawed tooth and nail to be a good everyday catcher, and now at like 31 years old, he finally is. So I uh, totally take off my hat to Christian Bethencourt. Absolutely insane story. Then you have Cal Raleigh of the Seattle Mariners. Part of the reason why Harry Ford might have to move off of catcher is Raleigh can hit and he can really defend. If there's any sort of decline on his offense, it's going to be the type of decline where he can't hit righties and is completely uh, producing his numbers uh, off of lefties. But even with that, with the level of uh, defense he has, the amount of power that he would exhibit, even with uh, those mulligans, if you will, one of the 10 best catchers in the sport. I think it's it's fairly easy to say that because I do think he's going to stay healthy every single year. Last catcher on the list, Jose Trevino of the New York Yankees. Is he going to hit righties? Not at all. Is he going to hit lefties? He's going to hit lefties enough. How's his defense? He's got some of the three best defensive uh, numbers of, of any catcher in baseball this year. Um, so if you can defend on that caliber at this position, even if you're only hitting lefties, you make the list. Um, there is a chance playing every day that Trevino could learn to hit more, but even at this level where the defense is worldly and he's hitting lefties, that's enough for me. You get somebody who can uh, hit righties at the bottom of the lineup. You bat them back to back and the other team can't bring in a different reliever without having to face one of them. And uh, there we go. That is the full list of catchers that are on uh, the player list moving forward next year, the year after, the year after that. Um, I think I, I briefly mentioned this when we first started working on these, that a lot of this is catchers uh, moving or, or players moving forward for the rest of their careers. But it is important to note that if you have a for sure talent, which is the most valuable thing in the big leagues, understanding how valuable that talent can be for you in the short term, it boosts guys like Vasquez and Perez uh, 
uh, profiles. Those guys are, in Vasquez's case, going to really defend and not hit the most, but hit enough. And in Perez's case, he's going to be a workable defensive catcher who shows up in big moments. He's going to be a workable offensive player, specifically against lefties. But he's going to show up in bigger moments because that's who he's been in the past and as an aggressive hitter. So these types of things, even though I wouldn't want, you know, Sal Perez or Vasquez, you know, two years from now, in the next two years, they both give you more than enough at catcher to be a World Series caliber catcher. All right. Goodness gracious. We are making our way through this list. I'll tell you, Chris, I am. I absolutely love how early this list got done. Mm-hmm. It's going to make this offseason so fun because once we go through the player list for you guys, we can one at a time when we're talking about different teams, bring up which guys on those teams are on the player list just to show, you know, if these are your guys that you can depend upon, who should you get? Do you need a second baseman? Do you need a left fielder? And then even if we're not talking about that, if you go to the ball game and you're not interested in, you know, how teams get put together, you're just trying to have fun. Then you know who to watch. You go to a ball game, you're sitting there for three hours talking with your friend, having a hot dog. If you know who to watch, then, you know, you could talk to your friends when terrible people are playing. And then when it's your boy, eyes on, you know what I mean? So I'm hoping that this can really help you guys out with regards to your fandom and how much you, you enjoy this sport. And Chris, you know, we're going to hit them, uh, I think, with uh, left field on the next one, yep. making our way through the outfield. Making my way down, down. Walking. Walking <laughs> Don't listen to me. Faces pass and we're homebound. <laughs> on that note, on the note of us losing our sanity, we'll see you on the next one. We'll see Let's you on the next one. Go. Let's go.